everyone. You're listening to the Health and Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Alison Mitchell, a practicing naturopath, and you can find me on naturopathnsw.com.au. These podcasts will feature discussions on various health conditions, health tips, and nutrition from a naturopathic perspective. Sometimes it's just me, sometimes I'm interviewing guests. All the time, I hope to share with you information on health and well-being with the aim to empower and educate. Please remember that all information is general and not a specific recommendation that replaces consulting with a practitioner. Please talk to your healthcare practitioner before undertaking any changes to your treatment regime. Hi everyone, thanks for joining us today. I'm Alison Mitchell and I'm joined with Laura Burton from Burton Health. And today we're going to be talking about our favourite health products and um, naturopathic sort of food products that we really like. And then um, following this, we're going to have a giveaway. So stay tuned for that. So how are you doing, Laura? What have you been up to? Pretty good, thank you. Uh, today's my day off, so just been taking it easy or running around doing errands. Uh, and getting all of my healthy food together that I keep on eating before we get to do the podcast. <laughs> I was um, going to have breakfast this morning and going to have some some of, some of the ingredients, and I went, wait, I'm going to need that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like the every day. But we've got to make sure. We, I thought, oh, can I use an empty jar? But no, I've replaced. <laughs> yeah, empty jars though. I um, have such a lot of empty jars that I reuse around the kitchen. Yes. such a great resource (laughs) yeah I get annoyed when people use plastic jars now because they're you know you can't keep on rewashing and reusing them the glass jars are awesome yeah and then if you get too many then you can just like make awesome vases and candles out of them (laughs) yeah totally yeah perfect yeah so I guess we'll start today um with talking about our favorite snacks so do you want to go first Sure. Uh, okay. So one of my, okay, my most favorite snack at the moment would have to be macadamia butter on brown rice crackers. So I make my own nut butter. This is pretty empty because I did go nuts on it yesterday. <laughs> um, and we have cashew butter as well. My partner loves uh, peanut butter. I'm a bit anti-peanut butter unless it's satay type chicken. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I'm trying to switch him on to a healthier, what I believe is a healthier version. So cashew butter is similar in the richness to peanut butter. So got him on the cashew butter, me on the macadamia butter. And my favourite thing to put them on, I make mine in a thermo mix. Uh, so I just buy my nuts uh, and then I, I grind them up in the thermo mix and it just turns into a butter. Sometimes if it's a little bit dry, I put some macadamia oil in to, to loosen up a bit, but a lot of the time you don't need it. Uh, you can buy macadamia butter in the shops I had a look at the one the brand I like and it's $15 a jar so if you can buy your nuts and make it yeah you can you know you can make it cheaper than that uh however I'd pay $15 for it because I'm I love it that much uh if you are I've seen uh one of the big peanut butter brands now have bought out or nut butters so macadamia butter cashew butter almond butter uh my recommendation would be to read the ingredients because there might be a lot of other nasties in there as well that you don't want it's not this ne- not necessary i put a little bit of salt in mine and that's it and maybe the oil uh and then i put them on brown rice crackers so these brown rice crackers are amazing they're obviously made with brown rice and they've got black sesame seeds in them as well so they're, they're quite nutrient dense for a rice cracker uh, and the texture is just so much better than the polystyrene-like rice crackers that you get in the supermarket. So your nut butter on your rice cracker, so satisfying. It's pretty much my breakfast, lunch and snacks at the moment because <laughs> I'm addicted. Nice. <laughs> 
In terms of peanut butter, I, I like the Bix really good peanut butter um, because that is just basically peanuts. <laughs> and that's sort of the, the thing that you'd be looking for if you had the, the um, choice for it. Okay, so in terms of snacks, so I'm going to start with one of my favorite things ever, which is seaweed. Now, I know seaweed isn't everyone's cup of tea, but you can get them. This this brand, Sea Shanty, does seaweed, sea crisps, and then they also do, um, which is like sea flakes. And so that's actually just a really easy way to get like some iodine and some other minerals into your diet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that way you can actually, um, yeah, just sort of snack on them occasionally and you can have them with other things. Like usually I might, I pair them with like a bit of, um, like goji berries or something along those lines and, um, that's really good. So they're not too overwhelming in their texture and you can get flavored options as well. So they, the, the crisps just sort of look like that and like they're crispy when you bite into them. So that's, that's always an option and um, yeah, I just I think they're just really great sort of nutrient hit. <laughs> and you just you just eat them like that as a snack. Those ones I do, yeah. But I do also have um, like I, I keep this as well, like your normal um, sort of supermarket nori sheets. And that one I will actually tear up and put into salads and soups and stews and things like that. And um, I use it when I'm cooking beans and lentils because if you put it in the cooking water, it helps to break down the proteins a little bit more and impart some of the minerals as well. So, and obviously making sushi with. <laughs> yes. Yum. Um, okay, so these are bounce balls. So we've got a spirulina bounce ball and a coconut and macadamia bounce ball. These come in lots of different flavours, but these are my two favourites. Uh, the spirulina one I think tastes like, um, uh, what's it called, marzipan. Um, and I love marzipan, so yum. And this one tastes like one of those uh, white chocolate Ferrero balls, the Raffaello balls. Um not really, but in my mind it does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so these are, again, you can get them from the supermarket. So if you're at work or, you know, you've been to uni or school and you just need a quick snack and you don't have anything with you, this is something that you know, you know, the ingredients are pretty good. They're pretty um, filling, like they, they do tide you over for a little while and they're just quick snack on the run. So they're my go-to if I, if I don't have any nut butter and rice crackers, then that's probably my second favourite snack. <laughs> they're my two favourite flavours as well. Oh, they're the best, aren't they? The um, <laughs> macadamia ones, though, I could really go to town on, and so, they, but they are pretty, pretty awesome. <laughs> okay, so next snack, um, miso soup. So this is the organic spiral brand, but you can find a lot of different options out there, and I love miso soup to have at that sort of three o'clock time when your blood sugar levels are starting to dip, and you need that pick me up and. It's good because it has seaweed in it, which I love, um, but you also get um, some probiotic goodness from miso. And if you, not so much the soup itself, but if you get the miso paste, then you can use that when you're cooking stocks um, and like stir fries and things like that as a flavoring agent. And that can be um, like a good option just for general cooking. Mm. And those ones that you've got there, is that sachets? Is that powdered sachets? Yeah. 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 So yeah. you just put them in a, in a cup, pour some hot water on it, stir and go for it. Nice. Yeah, but it, you could easily make your own with paste and some dried nori sheets, that sort of thing too. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to have options depending on your level of commitment. Yeah. <laughs> but that one I just usually keep one in my bag. 
Uh, yeah, that's a good idea because it's not going to go icky in your bag. Like, yeah. Even if it opens, it's just a bit of powder. <laughs> um, so for my naughtier snack, if I'm having a cup of tea in the afternoon, these uh, little gingerbread men are quite nice. So these are locally made. These are made in the Blue How Mountains. Cute. Yeah, they're, and they do do a gluten-free version, version as well. These ones are vegan, so these ones aren't the gluten-free, but the gluten-free one's pretty nice as well. My thing with gingerbread men that you buy or anything gingery usually it's not gingery enough whereas this one actually has a ginger kick if I buy a gingerbread man I want it to taste like ginger um, and I love the fact that you know it's a local small business as well uh, so yeah the gingerbread folk they're my little biscuit <laughs> biscuity treat yum <laughs> yeah um, gotta have some good treats yeah for sure well, I don't really have any to actually show you, but I guess my other go-to snack is carrot sticks and cucumber sticks with some sort of dip. So guacamole or hummus or something along those lines. But yeah, I don't actually have any physical yeah. ones to, to show off. That's <laughs> such, a, such a good you know, afternoon snack if you fancy something savoury. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I guess that's it for, for me for snacks. Yep, me too. Yep. So let's move on to like condiments and cooking cooking stuff cool. so um this is ghee so ghee is the clarified butter and one of the, the good things about that is in the processing of it or the the making of it you're actually removing a lot of the, the casein and the lactose both of which are properties which can be allergenic for a lot of people so it's quite good as well because it doesn't have a very strong flavor and it doesn't burn very readily as well whereas when you're cooking with butter on its own that can burn a bit more but i find that um, getting some grass-fed ghee is preferable than this usual ghee because any sort of dairy products and meat products if you have the grass-fed options that's I'm going to have a higher amount of omega-3 and you're also going to get less potential chemicals and things like that as well. Yeah, nice. Good tip. Uh, so I know you love seaweed. This Ooh. is... <laughs> <laughs> So Cindy O'Meara, the nutritionist, she's got her, I guess she's got a few of these. This was given to me by a friend who kind of knows her. Uh, it's the Himalayan salt and then it's got seaweed in it. So, you nice. know, where you tear up the seaweed and put it in your food, it's just tiny little specks of seaweed, seaweed uh, flakes through it. So it's kind of, you know, if you were a bit freaked out by seaweed, I guess this is a good way of putting it in. You just, when you add your salt to your food mm. uh, and getting a little bit of seaweed in there as well without you know, maybe to introduce yourself in the seaweed world. <laughs> and the Himalayan salt, I love using the Himalayan salt because you just, you know, it's, it's naturally higher in the minerals. So yeah, yeah it's, it's an easy swap, such an easy swap in your pantry. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've got Celtic salt and Himalayan salt that I use as well. Um, not right here, but. <laughs> yeah. In the kitchen? Yeah. For your pantry? Yeah, in your pantry? Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so another one that I love is is yeast um, flakes, and so this is just good to use when as a, a bit of a cheese substitute. Now I, I'm actually not like anti cheese or, or anything like that, but I do find this is good to add into certain um, baked goods and like toppings and things like that for that extra cheesy flavour. One of the things I really like to do with it is to make popcorn with it and add different um, spices and like some cumin and chili and paprika and that sort of thing, and so it just gives that really nice flavour. But the benefit of um, say like nutritional yeast as well is that they put some vitamin B12 in there too. 
So for people who aren't eating meat, that's always a good option. Yeah, and good. I love just beefing your diet up rather than having to take pop supplements all the time. Um, okay, so next one, uh, honey. So these two are pretty much standard in my pantry. This one I use in cooking and just in the everyday. Uh, so the, it, I always buy raw honey, so it hasn't been heated and all the, the goodness hasn't been killed. Uh, so this one's in a squeezy container so that it's easy just to put in if I'm making muffins or whatever I'm doing with it. This one is manuka honey. And manuka honey, I just use for medicinal purposes. So if I've got a sore throat or I'm feeling a bit run down, it's quite expensive. So I don't just use it in my cooking, but it's always in the pantry just for a quick little bit of first aid. Um, I had a bit of a sore throat last week and coughing when I was going to sleep and I had a spoonful of manuka honey and let it just run down my throat, coughing stopped. So this is a pantry staple, first aid. Yeah, always good to have that. Yeah. Um, okay. Condiments. So, maca powder. <laughs> maca is uh, considered a superfood, um, but I, I do recommend it a lot because it has benefits for hormone health and reproductive health, and it imparts like a bit of a nutty sort of almost caramelish flavour. And it's really good to add to smoothies and slices and um, any sort of sweet treats that you might be making. I don't really like the flavour too much, so I never really go overboard with it. But I've had this tub for ages, and it lasts a long time because you don't need a huge amount. So. Um, it's made from a like a root or it's almost like a little swede parsnip sort of thing it looks like <laughs> yeah and, and do you, is there anyone that you don't like do you, is that do you just kind of recommend that to anyone with hormonal imbalances yeah usually so like thyroid yep. um, low libido um, reproductive health fertility that sort of thing yep just add it in their cooking yeah where they can yeah yeah awesome um okay so my next one would be apple cider vinegar Nice. So with your apple cider vinegar, you usually will want to get it from the health food section. Uh, if you buy it from the vinegar aisle, usually that's also been pasteurized. So the goodness has been taken out of it. So the good bacteria and the good yeasts that are naturally in it from the brewing process. Uh, so we use apple cider vinegar for our gut health, um, balancing the pH in the body. I use it in salad dressings or uh, some people will just have a glass of warm water with apple cider vinegar in the morning to kind of wake their body up. Uh, so what you're looking for when you buy it is that it contains the mother and the mother is the, the ferment. So it's what makes makes it uh, medicinal. Uh, the brands I usually go for are this one, which is Melrose or Bragg's. They're kind of the two that I know that have the mother in it and, and yeah, a, a good, good quality. <laughs> um, I also use apple cider vinegar as a skin toner. So I'll mix it with 50% water and I have it in a little bottle in my bathroom and after I wash my face, I just dab it, dab it on my face. And I've noticed since doing that, um, if I do have any pimples that I squeeze, uh, it does make them heal up a lot quicker. Oh, cool. Yeah. And a lot of people use the apple cider vinegar when they're doing the, the hair washing without the shampoo, like the, the no-poo method. Yeah. <laughs> Along with the um, – do they use bicarb in the no-poo yeah. method? Yeah. 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 So it's kind of like how you would clean your kitchen. <laughs> yeah, or your uh, teeth as well. I used to I used to make my own toothpaste. Oh, really? Bicarb, peppermint oil. Yeah, that didn't last long. <laughs> a bit of effort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's so many beautiful um, natural toothpaste out there now, so you don't really have to, and sometimes it's just not worth the time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm lazy. 
Yeah. Speaking of being lazy, (laughs) I um, buy sauerkraut. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I've tried. I have made it in the past, but most of the time I will just like buy a jar of it. And then you can. There's lots of different um, brands out there. Another brand that I really like is Peace Love and Vegetables, and um, they do a few different options as well. But the benefit of sauerkraut is that um, you're getting nat- naturally occurring bacteria within it, and so you want to make sure that when you're buying sauerkraut you're actually not getting the heat treated forms because then all the bacteria is going to be killed off so you can you can make it yourself or you can just buy the jars of it and I find that I only really need a, a teaspoon to a tablespoon a day if you haven't done fermented foods before if you got a bit sensitive you may even want to just start with a little bit of the juice you can even just buy sauerkraut juice um, so that, that's an option too. But I think that having a bit of a variety of fermented foods is always the best option. So a bit of sauerkraut, a bit of kombucha, a bit of kefir. And then, yeah, if you want to take probiotics on top of that, then go for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, definitely variety. Variety with all foods. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I've got coconut oil, which is a staple in my house. Uh, so we've, we've got uh, ghee, we've got coconut oil, we've got macadamia oil, we've got olive oil. We have many oils. Uh, I again, yeah. um, I again use this for, I wash my face with coconut oil. So this is in also my bathroom. Uh, so I use a, a combination of castor oil and coconut oil to wash my face. But as far as cooking goes, I use this in muffins. I use it in bliss balls. I use it in chocolate cheesecakes um i use it to fry food although if i use it too much my partner starts to complain because he doesn't like how everything tastes like coconut so Mm -hmm. that's when we start to mix it up a little bit but i couldn't live without coconut oil i just i love it handy i also (laughs) coconut oil um but similarly um i don't use it all the time because it does have a strong flavor so you want to that's why i would use the olive oil or the ghee for cooking or the or butter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, butter of course. Yeah. <laughs> Preferably grass fed organic if you can. <laughs> yep. All right, where are we up to? Um this is another sort of therapeutic food similar to the um, sauerkraut and that sort of thing. This is um, Great Lakes gelatin powder. And so this is the hydrolyzed form, which means that you can actually sort of dissolve it into liquids and foods really readily and it won't make it go jelly like normal gelatin would. And the benefits of gelatin powder is that you're getting like a lot more glycine and glutamine, which are amino acids you need for a healthy gut lining and uh, skin and hair and nails and hormone balance as well. you're also going to be getting um, lower levels of tryptophan by having more gelatinous cuts of meat overall, which can be helpful for keeping inflammation under control. I've actually written a bit of an article on gelatin and gelatin-containing foods, so I'll, I'll share the link for that below or in the notes. Um, so check that out. But I do like to have just a bit of gelatin occasionally, not every day because – um, like all these sorts of things, you don't have something that you do all the time every day. It's just it's more about sort of moderation, and I think that's really good for energy levels as well. Yeah, awesome. So you just throw it in if you were doing like slow cooked meat or yeah brothy kind of things. I'm I'm also just sort of add it to like a glass of water or a smoothie or a cup of tea. Yeah. Okay. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super easy. 
So I also, obviously, I think most people use tomatoes in their kitchen. So I like to, when I can, buy tomatoes in a jar. So these are the whole tomatoes and these are the diced tomatoes. Uh, the reason I like to get them in the jar is because then it's BPA free. So when people buy their tomatoes or any like kidney beans, whatever they get in, in cans, it's usually lined in a plastic and that plastic often contains BPAs. So I do use quite a lot of tomatoes in my cooking. So yeah, if I can get it, I will get it in a jar. It's quite a bit more expensive. So I think this one cost me five and this one may have cost three. So, you know, I think you can get canned tomatoes usually for about a dollar. Uh, they taste a lot nicer. The taste is, I find, more stronger. Uh, so I think it's worth it. It depends on, you know, what value you place on your food. For me, it's you're, you're spending money in a preventative healthcare sense. So, you know, by avoiding the BPAs now, I know that I'm helping my health rather than dealing with a health complaint later. Uh, you can occasionally, I just saw these today, This I don't think this company used to do this, but this one, I don't know if you can see here, BPA free. So <laughs> their cans now are BPA free. There was still some on the shelf that didn't say it. So this is Global Organics. Uh, if you can find them or if you can check the cans in your supermarket and see if you can get any that are BPA free, then that will be a cheaper option for you as well. But even, even so, I would have to say that, you know, if I'm a bit cashed up, I'd probably go for these anyway because I do really like the flavour of these ones. They, they're really, really yummy. And you don't need as much, would you, because they're um, like slightly smaller than like an average recipe would call for, but it doesn't matter because they're still imparting heaps of the flavour. That's right. Yeah, so yeah. I did a, a recipe last night that asked for two jars of uh, so 800 grams of tomatoes and I had put in 560, one of those jars, and just added it up with water to get mm. the liquid and the flavour was still fine. Yeah. So I'm the same as you, like if I can, I'll, I'll buy the good stuff that I know like doesn't have that sort of chemical or whatever it is in there. But like a lot of the time you don't have time, like you're in a, it's like a, like you have to go to the supermarket and you can only buy what's there at the time. And, and it's what you do most of the time that's important. And I think that also remembering that everyone is different and everyone has their own sort of um reaction to chemicals so like if you know that you're really sensitive then you would you would go for that yeah. much more readily whereas if you've got like a good detoxification system then you can get away with having the bpa lining in your food and things like that because most people can detoxify it but the other thing is your, your chemical build up all the time so that's why and um, coconut milk and coconut creams are another sort of area where you you need to be conscious of the bpa lining and there are some brands that are bpa free like i am and um i think spiral as well mm. do a coconut milk i'm not sure but yeah that's always an option yes yeah i just think of it as minimizing the load your body can deal with it a lot of the time but sometimes let's just give it a holiday yeah, <laughs> and if you are lucky enough to have a thermomix like you, <laughs> like me. Oh, I'm you, still paying it off, so. Uh, well, then you could, you could, I guess you could make your own coconut milk and cream in that, couldn't yeah. you? Yep, absolutely, which Sorry. I haven't done yet, but, yeah, apparently you can. Yeah, I, I guess it would be the same as making nut milks. Yeah. Which is something, like, I like to um, have a few different varieties of nut milks and, and, and that sort of stuff, but easily you can make it your own and you can make it with ones that are a little bit less common like sunflower seeds and stuff and that's always going to give you a bit of extra nutrients <laughs> yeah yeah nice cool um so these are one of my favorite 
sort of things to have for breakfast um, on top of porridge or on top of fruit with a bit of like um, yogurt or kefir or something along those lines. So they're caramelized bikinis. And what I love about them is that um, they're, they're crunchy and they're yummy. <laughs> Obviously, that's what I love. I love them that they're yummy. <laughs> um, but I also like to put them in slices and things like that. <laughs> Add a bit of a crunch, like a bit of a crisp. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Yeah. What are they made of? Bikini. Oh, buckwheat. Buckwheat, of course. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, okay. So I've got drink. Oh, we can do chia, chia seeds. So I use chia seeds for many, many things in my kitchen. I use them to make chia puddings. So these are by the Chia Co. These little chia shots. Uh, I use them just to sprinkle on salads. I use them... Oh, in muffins, in, you know, if I don't have any flax seeds, I might pop the chia seeds in. And anywhere that seeds are called for, I would often use chia seeds. Um, chia pudding is, you know, breakfast. I usually use three tablespoons of chia seeds, a cup of milk, whatever milk you like. I like hazelnut milk. It puts a really nice flavour mm. through it. Um, some strawberries. I usually do a grated apple or a grated pear, some nuts. You mix it all up and you put it in the fridge overnight, the next morning it's these secrete a gel, and so the gel comes out and it turns it into like a rice pudding or a tapioca. Um, I always make mine in a jar, and then I can have it on the run if I'm late for work. Uh, but, yeah, so with these, if you're going to use them, say, on a salad, you'd sprinkle it on just before you eat your salad because you don't want it going all jellyish and weird on top of... You'd, top still, of you'd still get the benefits of the mucilage oh, yes. in your stomach. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it just wouldn't be like, ooh, goofy salad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it might put you off a little bit. But if you are having them dry, it's it's a good idea to make sure you drink water because they do secrete the gel. Um, It it can get a little bit clumpy. Like, it could make you constipated. So, you you know, you want to drink water if you – you want to drink water anyway. But if you're eating chia seeds, make sure your water intake is up. Um, Yeah, and they're full of nutrients. Yeah, and um, I guess – is there any difference between the colours? Yeah, so you can get black um, chia seeds and white chia seeds. So these are the black and these are the white. Uh, as far as my research, I've, I've looked it up and I've tried to find out because I thought the black could be more nutrient-dense. Apparently they're the same, so you can go for either. Uh, when I'm making my chia puddings, I generally go for the white because they do get stuck in your teeth. Mm. So the white you can't see. If you eat the black ones, it looks like little poppy seeds stuck in your teeth. So the white, you can have it on the way to work and just get it out of your teeth later. But, yeah, nutrient-wise, you can – I generally just have a, a mixture of both. If I'm making a chia pudding with the chia shots, I'd usually go two white, one black. Yep. Just hedge my bets just in case. Yeah. <laughs> These are my chia seeds. Ah. I would be able to them. Nice. <laughs> and similarly, I've got the white ones. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, um, yeah, probably not pulling out everyone's favourite food here. Um, <laughs> sardines. <laughs> Yum, I love sardines. Yeah, and they're good for you. <laughs> so I like when I'm buying any sort of seafood as much as I can do the best you can, um, and if you don't, and don't stress, I buy sustainably sourced. And so Fish Forever is um, one that I know that is sustainably sourced. Their line caught, um, then they don't 
do any sort of overfishing, which can be problematic, problematic as well. And when you buy the wild caught fish, you're getting a better nutrient content as well because farmed fish are fed a, well, they're, they're sort of, they have to be fed a gruel that is um, actually really going to be inflammatory when we then consume the fish. So we, this is a this is fish forever. This one is Wild Planet. So usually I just sort of get what's there at the health food shop, um, and I will have it on like some sourdough, or I will put it in the um, tomato sauce and have that with like a bit of um, like rice or something along those lines. But yeah, they're really um, really good for you because you're getting lots more omega threes and than you would be um, because they're an oily fish, and you're also getting a lot of um, calcium and other nutrients that you need for healthy bones when you're actually consuming the bones of the fish. And being the tinned ones, you you can do that, and they're just like they smush up. If you don't like tin sardines because they are a strong flavor then i would suggest sort of um transitioning into eating them by trying the fresh ones if you if you've got a good fishmonger near you you can usually find them and i i just like to sort of have them on the brittle pan um, with like some lemon some harissa like and they're really nice and just put them with a salad or some other greens Yum. <laughs> you're making me hungry <laughs> Well, I was going to have these for breakfast until I remembered that we had a recording. <laughs> just be, well, I could have just shown you an empty packet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could have stuck it back up. <laughs> um, so I'm done with condiments. I've just got drinks left, I think. Have you got anything else to show? So another one that I really like is cacao powder, um, particularly the raw cacao powder because you can make your own versions of hot chocolate with the honey or maple syrup, something along those lines. But it's really good for cooking with as well. Um, like any recipe that calls for cacao, like cocoa, you could use raw cacao. And you just get a bit more nutrients than you would and antioxidants than you would with normal cocoa powder. Yes. Similarly, um, there's cocoa nibs. So cocoa nibs are really good um, to sprinkle on top of like things that you're baking and putting in a, like it's like a choc chip almost. But they and they can um, be really good in a trail mix. They do have a bitter flavour. So I usually when I'm making a trail mix will have goji berries, some nuts, and those. And they're really dense in magnesium. So that's always good for people who are stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> and if you get chocolate cravings, and that a lot of the time is what your body's asking for. So have the actual cacao or the like the cacao nibs and then you're gonna get more magnesium than you would if you were just to have like a mars bar yeah for sure mm -hmm. i do have um some as well so nice. another yeah and you use so much less of it as well so yeah you know, it this this last i think my last lot actually went out of date because it just is hangs around for so long but you know it does last you forever so again it's that price thing of you know not if you throw it out, but um, if you are going to use these things, then you use you generally a lot less so that it lasts you longer. And I think that the price generally kind of balance itself out. Okay, so my last one would be coconut sugar. So um, I use this 
I used to put sugar in my coffee. I don't anymore. But when I did, I would use coconut sugar. I'll use it in my baking. I use if I'm making spaghetti bolognese, I need to put a little bit of sugar in this. Like I use it in everything, sweet, savory um, drinks. So coconut sugar, I use in place of regular sugar. The reason being that it's higher in nutrients and it's lower GI. So it's a much better health option um and it tastes just like brown sugar so if again in winter if i'm having porridge for breakfast i'll sprinkle it on my porridge because i grew up on porridge with brown sugar and i like to have the childhood memory sometimes so rather than doing my nuts or my bikinis or my uh <laughs> banana or whatever it is i use coconut sugar on on my porridge when i'm feeling like being naughty and it's amazing i love it and it doesn't have a coconutty sort of flavor no, I don't think so. Like it tastes a little bit different to sugar, but it doesn't taste like coconut. Mm. It tastes, um, you know, like brown sugar is richer. It's mm. it's a little bit more robust. Like a malty sort of flavour. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. I love it. I, yeah, I really love it. I'll go through quite a bit of that. And you can get that in the supermarket now as well. It's okay, easy cool. to get. Um, I don't think I have any more condiments or other bits of food to talk about. So shall we move on to drinks? Yep. Cool. My number one favourite drink in the world after water, water, well, after herbal tea, uh, <laughs> would be kombucha. So you can see I just put my kombucha up here for, for you to see how it looks when you brew your own. Hi, little uh, Scoby. <laughs> uh so i make kombucha all of the time in winter i find it takes about three to four weeks to brew a batch and i go through the last batch a lot quicker than that so in the meantime i have to buy it while mine's go brewing in summer it'll probably take about a week maybe a little bit longer because i like mine quite tart um so when i'm buying kombucha i go for this brand um or there's a brand called tonica or there's one that I can't remember now, but the, the mojo is quite nice in the flavoured one. So this one's raspberry and this one is passion fruit. Uh, what you want to look for, again, like we've spoken about with the other fermented foods, you want to make sure that it hasn't been heated because if it's heat treated, it takes away the goodness. Um, and just look at it. Usually they have a little bit of a story on the bottle that tells you how natural it is and how they haven't fiddled with it. They haven't you know, done anything yucky to it. And you can usually see, I don't know if you can see at the bottom there, like there's floaty stuff at the bottom of the jar. Um, and that is the goodness. So I usually will just turn upside down before I pour it into a glass. Yeah, don't so, shake it. <laughs> yeah, don't shake it. It's bubbly. Um, and when I say goodness, I mean, you know, the probiotics and the prebiotics and it's got B vitamins in it as well. So it's, it's just a really, really yummy fizzy drink. I drink it now, like if I get home from work and in place of say a glass of wine, I'll drink a glass of kombucha. Uh, I only have it once a day because it does have sugar in it. Not, not much, but it definitely does have some. So yeah, it's just my treat drink. And I love it. Nice. The, the one you make yourself is the best. Well, I've been making my own um, from SCOBY from you, actually. So, yeah, it's going well. And I, I like to sort of play around with different flavouring options. So far, I've tried one with like a, a passion fruit orange juice that um, that was really nice. And, and I made that one based on like a black tea. And then the last lot that I made was based on green tea as well as a, um, like a, it was like a strawberries and cream tea too tea which has like some bits of apple and hibiscus flowers in there and then I added some blood orange to it and then the next one I'm going to make with some of your teas oh yeah so, yeah awesome um, so this these obviously are your teas um this one 
I've been drinking a lot of the maternity. Yeah, um, and then in the last little while, I've been adding raspberry leaf into the the brew as well. So, um, yeah, love to do that. Oh yeah, and the this one I have as well. Oh, the tea stress. Yeah, <laughs> you'll need that after when the baby yeah. comes. Oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you need a you need a bulk pack. <laughs> Um, the only other drinks that we ever really have in the house, aside from water, herbal tea, kombucha, wine and beer, uh, is coconut water. So coconut water, I never used to like it. It took me a while trying different brands to find one that I liked. The flavour really varies. So there's some that are not so nice. This one I really like. Uh, and there's another one called, it's in a green container, it's called Sea Coconut Water. I really like that one as well. Um, I don't drink a lot of it, but in summer I like it. So in summer, I don't I don't generally drink cold drinks. I usually like my drinks room temperature. But this is one thing that if it's a really hot day in summer, ice cold, um, ice cold coconut water. And sometimes, say I'm doing a detox, I'll do coconut water with a squeeze of lime or coconut with some raspberries in just as a treat that sounds <laughs> you've nice. got to do these things when you're doing detox to make yourself feel like you're <laughs> having something fun I, I used to go through quite a lot of like I would buy the young coconuts and um I've got like hack the top off that and drink that I haven't done any since the end of summer either though but um you can't beat that yeah coconut. it's funny though how much they vary in flavor it isn't it yeah mm. you'd think it's just it's from the same fruit it should be the same but mm. I don't know yeah I don't know what they do to some of them but they just taste gross um i don't really have any other drinks like because the same same as you it's just the normal tea coffee um when i'm not pregnant beer and wine (laughs) yeah Uh, but i do love my keep cup um because this is this is a good option for like taking with you to a cafe when you're getting a takeaway and it's bpa free so coffee cup lids normally are made from plastic six and that is that that's that's going to be one that we don't really want so sometimes you're not in a position to be able to take the lid off straight away so apart from that you're also helping out the environment because then you're getting less wastage when you're reusing a cup and it's quite good because like you've got the the thing that you can then do on the top to seal it um so that it doesn't spill out everywhere like obviously you can't like go shaking it around and that sort of stuff but um there's measurements inside so that helps baristas and things like that who might not be familiar with it awesome sorry about that bang that was me just grabbing mine because this is a bit of self-promotion but i have my burton health one nice (laughs) this is from my um my tea club every my the members get a a reusable cup because same thing you know it's it's cutting down on waste um and yeah if you're making tea or coffee at home it's nice to have it as well to to use um but certainly if you're going to takeaway shops it's good to have a refillable one so that you're not constantly creating more Hmm. landfill exactly then it's nice (laughs) and you've got some more teas coming out soon don't you i do yeah so uh the dandy chai um is the newest one that i sent or the last one before that i sent to the tea club um so this one is it tastes like a chai but instead of it having the tea that is caffeine uh it's got dandelion root in it so Mm. uh that's the base it's delicious Good and, oh, yeah that's right um 
I, I, when I was young, I used to drink a lot of black tea and I was chronically constipated. And when I stopped drinking black tea and switched to dandelion root, I, that, it, that was the fix for me. So I think the tannins in the tea didn't agree with my stomach. Um, so removing the, the black tea and then having the dandelion, which is good for the liver, gets mm. everything going. It, it completely solved that problem for me. Um, so yeah, the dandelion chai, you can do it as a herbal tea. You can do it as a latte. You can, you know, simmer it in your milk. Um, you can just steam the milk and pop it in, but it's, yeah, it's amazing. I can't wait to try it. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you some cause yeah, it's yum. Yeah. And <laughs> I find that for a lot of people, like dandelion teas and coffees can just be that that all that they need to get their bowels moving because it stimulates your own natural um, bile production, which is your body's own natural laxative. And, and the benefit of that is that you're also helping with your absorption of your nutrients as well. So if you have one before a cup of, um, before you have your meals, then awesome. And having a cup of tea, making a cup of tea reduces cortisol. So, um, that will help with stimulating your parasympathetic nervous system, which then helps with absorption of nutrients even further, reducing bloating, etc. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. so we should all be drinking tea. Exactly. <laughs> um, awesome. So giveaways. Yeah. <laughs> so this is very exciting. So this is the first giveaway that we've done and, um, so what you need to do is go onto my website, which is naturopathnsw.com.au or Laura's website, birdandhealth.com.au. And on there, you can enter to win some awesome goodies. So we're going to have two prizes. And Loving Earth have been really generous in giving us a few things, but um, you're going to get more than that as well. Um, so there's, this one is Loving Earth with Salted Caramel Chocolate, and it is amazing. Um, you don't actually eat as much of it as you would when you're having a normal sort of block of chocolate because it is just so nourishing, um, but it's it's really delicious. You'll also get cacao nibs. You will also get a pack of caramelized bikinis. So these will be split between the two prizes, but um, have a look at the surprise. Yeah. <laughs> um, these ones are coconut chips. So coconut chips are really awesome for baking with and um, like if you toast them and put them on muesli, but they just got a beautiful texture and they're really um, yummy as well. And then the other thing that you can get is a meal planner. So this is the Kiki K meal planner and it's such a good thing to do when you're trying to um, improve your health and your eating habits is to plan out your meals because you're able to sort of um, keep yourself a bit more um, strict and you can also have less wastage when you're doing meal plans because you're going to be knowing what you're actually needing to buy and so then it's, you don't impulse buy a lot of things as well. Um, and then you also, also get with this pack some coconut oil, loving earth coconut oil, and sardines. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> and I'll put in some seaweed flakes too. <laughs> awesome. Yes, you've got to convert people. <laughs> so we're also going to have some bounce balls. So we'll put um, each flavour in each prize pack. Uh, the good old folk at the Gingerbread Folk Company have sent us some gingerbread folk, so you'll get some of those in your pack. 
you'll of course get some Burton Health tea. So we'll give you the, <laughs> the dandy chai and the rest and digest uh, and some chia seeds so that you can make a chia pudding and get started on that. So it's an awesome prize. So yeah, definitely enter because you definitely want to win this and <laughs> <laughs> why not? Yeah. So that's naturopathnsw.com.au and burtonhealth.com.au. It's so a good that, way to, oh sorry, it's a good way to get the pantry started, you know, yeah. about this, like boost your pantry up with the, the foods and then it's easy, it's cheaper when you then have to start replacing it rather than having to buy it all at once. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, and if you're a bit shy about eating seaweed, this is a good way to start. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I'm just trying to convert everyone to eating seaweed. But you don't know until you try it. So Exactly. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Good luck in the giveaway. And I hope everyone has a great day. And thanks, Laura, for, for joining us again. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Bye, everyone. Bye.